What brings us together as humans? It's feelings, isn't it? We all feel, respond and react emotionally to life's ups and downs. We deal with relationships and events all the time. Some we can cope with, some we can comprehend and find reasons for, and others can be really confusing and disturbing. These are some of the queries that challenge people in their everyday lives. In this series, I have attempted to address a few common issues that you may be dealing with or you may know someone else who needs help with these questions. I'd like to remind you that there are no good or bad questions and no stupid people for asking them. There is no stigma attached to anyone who may be troubled because of these issues. This series is to help you or someone you know to get an inspiration and an alternate view of some of the topics we are going to be talking about. These common issues, you may find that you relate to them too. So listen on. Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. I'd like to share Sheila's story. Her story of abandonment. All of us humans have a common fear that we all face. A fear of abandonment. We fear being left alone. It's a primal, basic fear which stems back to early childhood. Every child gets their security, their safety from the parents. Their very nurturance and sustenance depends on it. If they are not fed or looked after, they'll die. That is the fear. I want to share Sheila's story with you today. Sheila was 28 years old and came to see me because she felt alone and lonely. She said she wasn't popular and couldn't make friends easily. She hadn't been able to become part of any group. Sheila had had a few weeks of uh, happiness when she was introduced to Sam. Sam was from the office and uh, she admitted that she'd had a secret crush on him for a while. But uh, she had felt that he'll never notice her. So when at the New Year's Eve party, he asked her out, she was ecstatic. In the next few weeks, she remarked that she'd do anything to please the love of her life, Sam. Even if it meant doing something that she hated. Anything as long as he was with her. Her attachment to him grew so fast and so much that she experienced a 
bouts of anxiety and fear that he might leave her. They had their first argument when uh, Sam told her to control herself and get some help for her exaggerated bouts of insecurity. He started to create some sort of distance between them. Uh, he didn't promptly return her calls and that's when she really panicked. So her first sentence to me was, I'll never make it on my own. I'll die by myself. And in an almost inaudible whisper, she said, and it's all my fault that he's walking away. I'm unworthy of his love. Looking at Sheila's past, we find a lonely and neglected child. A mostly absent father and a mother who was overwhelmed with responsibility to give her the uh, care she needed. And to make things worse, her father passed away, leaving her mother to bear the burden of herself, her brothers and a pile of debt. Sheila felt her mother's pain but found herself incapable of helping her. Yes, she felt abandoned. Children cannot handle big emotions on their own and they require guidance and support in order not to be overtaken by these feelings. These are difficult emotions and kids are unequipped to independently manage them. That is where powerlessness and panic and even terror begin. It's a life-threatening thing to be left alone without resources and care. It's a survival issue. It's like the child is left with a big hole in the heart that she feels will get patched up by outside sympathy or reassurance. This is why we tend to choose partners who fit in with patterns that we are familiar with. Like being distant or self-centered, etc. The child just wants to recreate the emotional climate in the family. Most times believing that the partners are more rejecting and unavailable or even abusive than they actually are. So, in the course of just four sessions, what Sheila understood was that secure attachment means that you don't have to cling desperately to a person to get your needs met. Her freedom came from recognizing that no one outside of herself can fill that hole, that void from childhood. That is the gift that we can all give ourselves. So in a few short weeks, Sheila started to build a community of like-minded people by joining groups that were interested in theatre, art, music. She became a member of an elder care organisation and service became her stepping stone towards building a network and support group by first giving to others, something that had never occurred to her. Slowly, that built her self-confidence and a belief that she was strong enough to cope with whatever came her way. She learned to develop a new, mature model 
of relating and behavior, which was more fulfilling. So what can we all learn from this? We all need to know that we are not helpless victims of our past. But we do need to face childhood, our past to create a better future. You need no longer feel intense knee-jerk reactions to any fear. But instead, you can learn to identify reactions to any fear and where the fear comes from and where it belongs. It takes courage for someone to be willing to see what hurt them and face primal feelings to release themselves from the chains of the past. To create new stories and new relationships in which they feel safe and seen and soothed and most importantly secure. The more each of us can accept that we are human and like humans we struggle in our lives. And that is the amount of strength that we will cultivate. If we can remember that we are not alone and that we are worthy, then we can stop believing the cruel and incorrect messages of being unwanted. As I've always said, awareness is the name of this game of life. Self-awareness is what we owe ourselves and we can all have it. It's free. So be kind to yourself. It's worth it. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.